We were making up something that didn't exist before. Uh, certainly applied to social media. Uh, not only are you making up something that didn't exist before, uh, 3,574 people are going to copy it tomorrow um, and you have to make up something new. <laughs> and so you're, you're right. It's, it, it's, you know, it's a race that you, uh, um, it's a sprint that is designed as a marathon. Hey, everybody. It is the Social Pros Podcast. I'm Jay Bear from Convince and Convert. He's Adam Brown from Salesforce Marketing Cloud. Special episode with you today. You just uh, heard some wisdom, uh, just a tiny bit of the gallons of wisdom you're going to get in this episode from our good friend, John Jans, who you may uh, know from Duct Tape Marketing, Duct Tape Sales, a referral engine, all the work he does. He's got a brand new book called The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, which is really extraordinary, Adam. It's such an amazing work. It is on, on so many different levels. And, and John's book here is very different than his other books uh, around the duck tape marketing genre. But it, I think it's so appropriate. I think it's appropriate for all of us as, as business people and, and entrepreneurs and whether we're an actual true entrepreneur with a capital E or we're entrepreneurial in our role. But it recommends and and. and really encourages us to pause and reflect and start each day with a new little routine. And I, I really was, was blown away by, by, by John's passion and enthusiasm for this and the applicability of all this for us as social pros. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, something special. And I think it's a book that everybody who listens to this show should buy. It'll make your 2020 uh, a lot better. We'll talk about it in the show. Also, stick with us through the whole episode because at some point you'll get to hear Adam read Margaret Fuller passages. And I actually read a Thoreau passage during this episode. Not kidding, folks. Buckle your seatbelts. Adam and I bringing it all the way back to the 1850s and 1860s uh, for a little wisdom with John Chance. It's a different kind of show here uh, this week on Social Pros. Speaking of which, as I mentioned last week, two brand new things to tell you about from Adam's team at Salesforce, the State of the Connected Customer Report. They went out interviewed 8,000 customers, which feels like an awful lot across the globe, to find out what customers actually want, what makes them click, what makes them share, what makes them behave the way we want them to. Really terrific report. Won't cost you anything. Download it. If you haven't had a chance to, make sure you do it. It's at bit.ly slash customers rule. bit.ly slash customers rule, all lowercase. It's the state of the connected customer report from Salesforce. Also, new sponsor. Big thanks to the folks at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Market Marketing Solutions, sponsoring the Social Pros Podcast, they are going to give you $100, $100 in free advertising credit to do some LinkedIn advertising. Go to linkedin.com slash social pros. That's linkedin.com slash social pros for your free $100 ad credit for your new campaigns. Terms and conditions apply. Look, LinkedIn advertising is so powerful because they can use targeting capabilities that you just can't get anywhere else. I do it all the time. Uh, you know, targeting by job title in particular is a really effective uh, opportunity for B2B kind of stuff in, uh, specifically. So uh, take them up on it. They're going to give you $100, which is a pretty nice uh, thing for social pros listeners. LinkedIn.com slash social pros. Let's get right into it because we got a lot to hear from today on the Social Pros Podcast. It's John Jantz, author of the new book, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur. This week on the Social Pros Podcast, fantastic. 
fantastic to have back on the show the founder of Duct Tape Marketing, legendary author, podcaster, speaker. He's got a brand new book, my friend John Jance. John, welcome back to the show. I had to look it up. Last time you were here was episode 139 uh, in 2014. So every five oh, wow. years, we, every five years we trot out John Jance on the podcast. <laughs> How is that possible? I, I just can't imagine. Five years is like that's a generation ago. <laughs> How many, how many dog years is that? It's, yeah. well, it's, it's uh, 260 episodes worth is what it is. We, we've been, we've been remiss in, uh, in having John Jens back on the show. Look, uh, a couple of things. We're going to talk about um, the, the book in just a second, but I want to set up the episode to make sure that you listen all the way through. Cause I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read for you for friends, my quote on the back of this book. Okay. This is actually on the back cover of the book. John's new book, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, comes out in about two weeks from when you're going to hear this. Here's my quote. It says, it's not a game changer, it's a life changer. This book is your guide on a journey of staggering depth to learn a crucial lesson. A better you makes a better business. That is my quote uh, on the back of this book. It is one of my favorite books uh, in the last five years. Uh, I believe in it that strongly. I cannot wait to dig into it with John Jantz. First, though, John, a lot of people know you from, from duct tape marketing, duct tape sales, the referral engine, your other work, the duct tape marketing system is licensed by uh, more than a hundred different uh, marketing agencies uh, around the world. You've been doing it for a long time. What, what has changed the most on that side of your business since the last time you were here on the show? Five years is a long time, but how do you think about, um, about marketing differently now? Well, to tell you the truth, I, th I think the biggest change for me is we are um, intentionally trying to do fewer things at a deeper level. Uh, so, you know, like everything, content, <laughs> what we're doing in social media, um, you know, even the paid uh, search that we're doing. I'm just really trying to laser in on, you know, what, instead of like activity <laughs> value, uh, what, you know, what's going to produce the greatest value. So I, I didn't make that up. I know that a lot of people are doing that, but that's certainly been it for us. Yeah, that resonates with me as well. We're doing the same at Convince and Convert saying, hey, maybe we don't need four podcasts at once. Maybe we just need two or, or one or, uh, you know, being, being everywhere uh, maybe isn't, um, uh, isn't the, the, the best use of, of resources uh, overall. You've been doing your podcast for a long time, duct tape podcast for a really long time. What's changed on that side of your business? Has, has the value of the podcast changed? Is how you, how you uh, create the show or promote it uh, differently? What's, what's new on that side? <laughs> Long-time listeners will know that I've kept the same format, you know, for uh, about 15 years almost. Um, but I would say the biggest thing that's changed, as you know, I mean, people have jumped on the bandwagon for for podcasts, and uh, that's that's not just listeners. Um, that's also uh, advertisers and and people that that you know want to get uh, and tap our audiences. Why I do the show has not changed. I do the show so I can talk to cool people like you guys. Um, and I mean, that's that truly. If I didn't have a listener, if I didn't have a sponsor, I would still do my podcast because it's opened so many doors for me by having these conversations. It, I almost look at it as a bonus that, you know, we're actually generate some pretty significant revenue uh, from, from advertisers because a lot of, you know, a lot of advertisers are trying to figure out how to get their message in new places. So, um, so it's changed in that regard in that, that we've, we've always had advertisers or sponsors, but they seem to be coming out of the woodwork right now. That's great. Yeah. John, so great to have you on the show. I've been a big fan of, of all of your books and, you know, and whether it's, it was duct tape marketing, your books on SEO, 
the referral engine, selling, uh, customer commitment. It, it's pretty easy to see how all those are linked. Uh, although I, I do want you to kind of talk a little bit about how those are linked. But secondly, you know, you look at this, this new book, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, 366 Daily Meditations to Feed Your Soul and Grow Your Business. I think Jay articulated how important that is for business, but it may seem on the surface but that's a little bit different type of book. But I think as you read this book and as you experience this book, you find that it too is, is very much, you know, around a, a little bit larger picture of, of how we look at our day-to-day life. Yeah. I would say it's more than on the surface. It's a wholly different book, you know, for, for me, I, I think in some regards. Um, and, and I think, you know, a lot of it's, I, I've been doing this for 30 years. I mean, I think that in some ways um, it, it was my attempt to kind of, so I, I love working with entrepreneurs, small business owners, owners. Um, but I, you know, I think being an entrepreneur, while it's one of the most joyful things, it's also one of the hardest things uh, to do. And, um, and I think that, you know, this book is an attempt to say, hey, you know, not necessarily how to do anything. Uh, that's what all my other books have tried to teach, but maybe more around why to do some of what we do. And also maybe a little bit of, hey, you got this, you know, um, Jay, you know, I've, I've, I've stolen that, that line that make a better you build a better business. I mean that I use that all the time when I'm in, in interviews and occasionally I, I credit Jay with saying it. Um, but uh, um, that to me, I think is the essence of what we do. And, and, you know, I've worked under the, you know, the label of marketing with so many small business owners, but when you get in there, a small business owner, particularly, everything is marketing. I mean, life is marketing, you know, I mean, you, you, you can't, you can't separate, Oh, we're going to do Facebook ads. I mean, we're into the customer experience. We're into how do you keep your people happy? I mean, that that's all marketing today. And I think that that's in a lot of ways, that's, that's what this, this book is, is hopefully, you know, helping somebody do is to just stay on track, stay centered so that they can be and build a, a better business. It's such a good point, John, because I, I want to make sure that Social Pros listeners don't think, well, I'm not an entrepreneur. I run social media for a company XYZ. It's like, nah, of all the people in your company, whoever runs social is probably the most entrepreneurial, right? Because it's sort of the nature of the role, right? Adam, you've run social for a bunch of big companies, right? Social for Coke and other huge companies. And and that is an incredibly entrepreneurial role, whether you um, self-identify as an entrepreneur or not. I, I feel like a lot of the same rules apply, no? I think you, you articulate it perfectly, Jay. And I think that's where this book was, was really meaningful to me is, is I've had an opportunity to, uh, to, to look through it because, you know, by definition uh, in social media, we're all about moving forward, moving quickly uh, and, and not it up taking on the fly. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> vamping uh, and, and, and the such. And one of the questions I had for you, John, you know, in this, in this industry that we're in and even in this timing, I'd love for you to talk about the why of why now uh, with this self-reliant entrepreneur. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. As I, as I read the book, I was, I was also watching, uh, watching TV and I saw an ad for the new Apple watch. And one of the things they're marketing actually in the ad around the Apple Watch is, of course, the Breathe app, which is about meditation, yeah, about yeah, yeah, slowing yeah. down and pausing and reflecting and getting your, your blood pressure and your heart rate down. And in a way, a lot of the actions and activities of, of, of transcendentalism and, and meditation, which is a big part of this book, 
are doing the same thing. Why is this all happening right now in 2019? <laughs> well, because they're all totally maybe, stressed out, Adam. Yeah, well, I was going to say maybe, maybe we need to set it up. What, it, what the the structure of the book actually? It, you know, we talked about 366. So there's a daily entry. Every day starts with a a quote or a reading from a body of literature, uh, mid 19th century uh, literature, uh, and then kind of my take, uh, buyer beware, my experience, <laughs> my beliefs um, on, uh, you know, what it's like to be an entrepreneur today. And then, uh, and then I leave you with a, a question every day. So why now um, for this literature, I still contend that, that this literature written from about, you know, about 1840 to 1880 or so is still some of the most entrepreneurial literature uh, ever written. It was, it's no coincidence that we were all asked to read, you know, Walden and Little Women and Scarlet Letter and Moby Dick, um, you know, when we were in college and, and high school and still today, those books are assigned uh, because that period was kind of one of the first counterculture periods in America. I mean, if you think about what was going on, uh, we were trying to abolish slavery. Women were marching in the streets to get the right to vote. We were on the doorstep of the Civil War because we had such cultural and political divide that a lot of the literature that came out of that period, even the overt uh, literature like Emerson, you know, telling people to be self-reliant, but also even a lot of the protagonists, I think, in, in the fiction work uh, of that time, were, were, were for the first time being told, you are enough. You have everything that you need. You need to trust yourself to follow your own path. Don't listen to your preacher. Don't listen to the politicians. Um, and, and I think that that was, that was sort of revolutionary. They were, they were kind of labeled as these, you know, these, uh, um, you know, upstarts, uh, quite frankly. But, but as you read this work, and, and I know we're going to dive into a little bit of it, um, especially when you get beyond the Pinterest and Instagram quotes <laughs> um, attributed to some of this work, and you go deeper into their letters and their journals, um, it really is so relevant for today. In fact, I, one of the surprises I had in doing this research was how often I would read a passage and go, that had to be written yesterday. There's no way that's 150 years Nope, old. 1845. <laughs> Wait a second. How is that possible? Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that's to me was was why this felt like the, the the right path to to explore and one of the things that i really appreciated about the book was the the time and effort you, you put in the structure of it this is not and, just 365 366 random thoughts but there is a, a construct to it and it's a seasonality of uh January through March being around planning, April, May, June, discovering, July through September evolving, and October through December growing. Talk a little bit about how you kind of came up with that, that seasonal structure of the book. Yeah, a long time ago, I wrote a blog post um, uh, that, that kind of touched on this, the, uh, the idea of that, you know, as entrepreneurs, I think we do evolve. We don't evolve at the same pace. Uh, sometimes it's not in the same order or linear, but I think there is, in my experience, at least, there was kind of an evolution to how we you know, if we're going to make it, you know, we, you know, we're, we're stumbling around figuring it out, you know, then we're kind of discovering, you know, what we're going to commit to. And then let's face it, there's going to be a period of resilience that's probably going to have to uh, kick in so that, you know, we're overcoming some things. And then finally, and I feel like, you know, a lot of people come to this later in life, but finally, I think there's this, there's, there's this point where a lot of entrepreneurs start to think about what, you know, what difference have I made? You know, what, what impact am I having now? You know, there are 21 year olds that, that, have, that are actually exploring that idea as well. So it's not, it's not just a, I'm in the, you know, late season of my life or my, my career. Uh, but I think that 
most entrepreneurs who really feel successful and happy um, come to that point that, that they realize, you know, part of the difference they're making. So I just, you know, I thought, well, let's, let's carry that metaphor. I mean, we're, we've, we've got, you know, a year book, you know, that runs through, you know, the annual calendar. So let's carry that metaphor through as a way to organize the book. Um, and, and I will tell you, Selfishly, it was also a great tool for me to try to organize the research that I'd done as well. So, so each quarter, each season uh, further has a theme for the month. Um, and, and what that allowed me to do is instead of just reading book after book after book and going, oh, here's a nice thought, it allowed me to actually go hunting for, you know, for, for readings and passages that would fit into um, the theme for the month. And, and then it just created a nice, lovely spreadsheet. Boy, it is so much work though, friends. When you get your own copy of The self Line Entrepreneur, you'll appreciate how much time uh, John spent putting this together. Because A, had to go read. How many books do you have to read for this? Um, I, dozens and my, dozens, that, right? That's like, my answer. Yeah, do- <laughs> dozens and dozens of books uh, written in, in 1800s language, right? Which isn't always like, you know, the easiest, you know, breezy uh, content to, to, to consume. The and John then, yeah, and then figure out all the passages and the relationships. Probably went through like a thousand highlighters and then had to organize it and then had to write his own take on every single one of those quotes and then create a challenge question for 366 entries. Uh, what I love about this book is that is that all the business books we talk about here on Social Pros, the books that I've written are all, hey, here's my idea, read this idea, and then put it into practice. That's how business books work. That's how all of John's other books work. What I love about this is it doesn't actually tell you what to do, as John mentioned, but it tells you something to think about. But it will literally, friends, take you two minutes a day to, to go through this, right? It's, it's two minutes every single day. Keep it by your bed. First thing, open the self line entrepreneur, get a little dose of, uh, of, of perspective, I guess is what I would call it, uh, before you jump on your email. And, uh, and I think you'll be a better person for it. Uh, I, I'm going to give it as a gift to a lot of people uh, that I know, certainly everybody on my team at Convince and Convert and a bunch of other folks too, because I think it will be, uh, it'll make 2020 a lot more successful uh, for you if you grab a copy of the self-reliant entrepreneur. You, you talked about the challenge question uh, that, that's at the end of one. Um, and I, I have to give you full credit for making that suggestion. Uh, I don't know if you remember it or not, but I sent uh, some early drafts of, of the workout to folks to get some feedback. You know, when you're in that point, like, Am I re- ridiculous writing this book? You know? <laughs> well, especially because this is a much different book, right? This is yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I've decided to go to bluegrass. Does this feel like a thing that I should do? Yeah. And and you wrote back, and 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 I actually I was you know flirting around with it. At the end of the day, I was kind of like, today, think about this. Uh, and you said, you know, I've seen, you know, I think you ought to ask a question. I was like, duh, that brought the whole book together. I give you a lot of credit for uh, for your fingerprints on this book, and and I hope you uh, um, will see that in the acknowledgments that I give. Thank you. I I am honored commission check, I'm sure, is, uh, is, is in the mail uh, on your advance. Well, it, depends my, my, on, it depends on how many books you buy. Right, right. <laughs> uh, my question earlier was, uh, do you think you, John Jantz, despite your long and very successful career, could have done this work 10 years ago? Is this a book that you, you could have put together or, or is it just, you know, you had to have enough um, sort of of your own perspective and enough yeah. lessons learned, both good and bad, to be able to have uh, the ability to sort of drill down this deeply on, on these kind of topics? This is a question that, you know, is impossible to answer, but I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess, uh, no, <laughs> I don't think I could. I mean, I, a, a lot of, 
what ended up going into this book, quite frankly, is um, coming to terms or, or kind of really being at peace with what success means uh, to me. And, you know, 10 years ago, I was probably still doing way too much flailing around saying, look at me, look at me, you know, I'm, I'm on social media before everybody else and look at me and, you know, um, like a lot of what we do. And, and I don't, and I think that, you know, I've certainly come to uh, uh, terms with my definition of success and that, I think helped me write a book that I hope is, is more useful. Uh, you, you talked about, um, you know, the different format of this. Uh, one of the things that, that particularly your um, English majors uh, in your audience will uh, come to appreciate perhaps is that this, there's no first person um, in this. I wrote as a member of the reader uh, group. I mean, I feel like I am one of who I'm writing to and for. And, and uh, um, it, it's funny, but uh, just as a literary device, it, it, it changed the tone and the voice of, of the book. I didn't realize I'm glad I made that decision because I, I feel like it, it, I feel like it's meant to read like, Hey, we're just sitting next to each other, you know, talking about this stuff. Yeah. You, you're going to use that for all your new books too. Just everything's going to be, <laughs> everything's going to be second person. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, well, well the, the ironic thing about writing a book about uh, teaching somebody how to be self-reliant is I can't, <laughs> I right. can't teach you exactly. how to be self-reliant, but <laughs> in theory. it's on you. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. It's in the title <laughs> because the book is, uh, is broken down into uh, daily meditations and, and your sort of reactions and, and then the yeah. daily challenge question. It seems as though that would lend itself to bite-sized snackable social media content, right? That, uh, yeah. we talked about that last week on the show with Amy Woods of Content 10X. It feels like the book is sort of tailor-made. Uh, do you plan to, in 2020, say, okay, it's February 6th, kind of here's today's thing from the book and, and make a social media post every single day and essentially give the book away for all intents and purposes one day at a time. Yeah. Of course, that will probably generate more book sales, not less, but is that is that the idea on the marketing side? You know, um, it sounds like a great plan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. That's why I host um, the show. <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no question this is made for that, right? As you, as you said, I have been doing readings, you know, in podcasts. I have been doing Facebook Lives, you know, kind of teasing the content out because it is so snackable, as, as you say. Um, and, and what my hope is, is that, you know, I, maybe we can get into this later uh, in the show, but I, I believe self-reliant, more self-reliant entrepreneurs uh, will save the world. Uh, so let's just start there. Um, and and so I'm, you know, I really think that this is tailor-made, perhaps to, for a community of uh, people to to really start, you know thinking and sharing. And, you know, there's an exercise at the end of every day, the challenge question, we even put a little line, couple lines in there for those who, who don't mind writing in their books, you know, to, to maybe uh, jot down a couple thoughts, I, you know, a discussion about the challenge question every day, I think could yeah. be a really cool discussion. Taylor made LinkedIn group, Facebook group, online community. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really interesting. Yeah, some sort of some sort of really robust uh, online community, sort of large, you know, distributed book club, if you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, That'd be pretty cool. Yep. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the book. Uh, so as, as mentioned, there's 366 daily meditations. Uh, I'm familiar with the book. As I mentioned, I, I've got a quote on, on the back. So I've had a chance to go through it a couple of times 
now. And, and I pulled out a few different passages, a few of the different dates that I think are particularly appropriate uh, for social prose listeners. We're going to do something a little different here on the show that we've never done. I, Adam, this could be, this could be a disaster. Really this, good or really not. Yeah, this, this, be could be, this could be great. This, this could be where we start losing everybody, but we're going to try the best. Adam and I are going to use our best 1850s and 1860s uh, literary skills to interpret uh, the quotes that John has identified uh, for four different dates. And we're going to have John uh, react to them as he does in the book and talk about why they're so relevant for social media professionals and you, the social pros listeners. Uh, so we're going to start with uh, February 6th. This is the meditation for February 6th in the great book, The Self-Reliant Entrepreneur, from our guest this week on social pros, John Jantz. On February 6th, it says, every now and then a person's mind is stretched by a new idea or sensation and never shrinks back to its former dimensions. After looking at the Alps, I felt that my mind had been stretched beyond the limits of its elasticity and fitted so loosely on my old ideas of space that I had to spread these to fit it. From Oliver Wendell Holmes Sr., the autocrat of the breakfast table in 1858. Boy, I, this really resonated with me, John and, and Adam, because if, if there's one industry or one sort of subsection of marketing that, that needs a constant stretching of your creativity, it's, it's social media. It's, it's sort of creativity, uh, kind of a creativity contest. John, uh, what do you think? Well, there's no question. And I, I, I think that's, in, in fact, you could just apply that beyond social media. I mean, just being a, an entrepreneur, I mean, we're making up something that didn't exist before. Uh, certainly applied to social media. Uh, not only are you making up something that didn't exist before, uh, 3,574 people are going to copy it tomorrow um, and you have to make up something new. <laughs> and so you're, you're right, it's, it, it's, you know, it's a race that you, uh, uh, it's a sprint that is designed as a marathon. Well, I love that. A sprint designed as a marathon. I've never heard that phrase before. I like that. Oh, that should be like the slogan for the show. Uh, that is, <laughs> well done, my friend. Adam, you got the next one? Well, sure. And I even want to talk a little bit about that one. What, what hit me, and I think what really gets me excited about this book, John, that here is a quote from 1858 that is still highly relevant. And as I read this as a social media pro, it made me realize that there's so many times that we don't know what we don't know. And in our industry, we're always doing new and different things. And we have to recognize and remember the fact that not only do we not know what we don't know, but our audience doesn't either. And we really need to kind of reconsider that. And that's, that's what I took out of, the, of this particular reading. Well, and if I coach anybody in, in anything in this one, uh, I'll read a paragraph. Consuming a diverse regimen of art, books, culture, food, and music is the secret to greater focus and greater confidence in your thinking. A key to developing breakthrough ideas is discover how to make the complex simple. Ironically, when you have access to a greater storage of seemingly random ideas, you'll more readily recognize the patterns required to just to do just that. Um, and that's the advice really that, that I think uh, that keeps me creative is that I do, I read books on architecture and on calculus uh, because they have amazing ideas that the authors of those books uh, had no intention of applying to what we're trying to apply to. Uh, but, but it's the patterns that you are able to recognize in, in, you know, exploring diverse random stuff that allows you to stay, allows me to stay creative at least. Yeah. That's good to know. If you need any math help, folks, just send an email to john at ducttape.com. He'll do your trigonometry homework, whatever it is that you need. He's got, he's, he's full service over there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm I'm actually more geometry. Okay, uh, focused. Good. So, yeah, yeah. shapes shapes are my thing. All right. <laughs> well, then I think for our next reading, we fast forward to October six, uh, and this quote is attributed to William Cullen Bryant. Uh, a few years later, uh, in the ripe old age of eighteen sixty two, weep not that the world changes. Did it keep a stable, changeless state? Twas cause indeed to weep. And as I read this, uh, I was, I was, I remembered a, uh, an executive I had at, at Coca-Cola. And, you know, one of the things that Coca-Cola really pushed, I think me and, and our team on was to try new things, to evolve, to never stay the same and to recognize so oftentimes we're going to make mistakes. But when we make mistakes, we need to fail forward. And it's a piece of advice that I've really tried to, to live by. Uh, and as I read this, and, and John would love to hear your observations on this quote and your, your selection of it, that's really what I got. The change is hard, but change creates resilience and that we need to benefit from change even when it's not as successful as perhaps we, we initially wanted. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the real message is it's inevitable, um, you know, and I think when we when we get to, you know, when we master Plurk, you know, for example, as a social platform, um, you know, and put all our eggs in that basket, um, you know, you better be paranoid. Um, and I think that that's, you know, social media, because there's so much come and go. I mean, you know, folks in social media are experiencing change every single day. But but the real advice in this is that, you know, ready or not, change is going to happen. So how we grow and mature with change is a key to how we survive it. While change for the sake of change may prove risky, resistance to the seeming inevitable may cost you everything. Um, and so the, the challenge question I think is, is relevant here as well. What area of your business do you need to be paranoid about right now? Um, and I know that sounds sort of negative or cynical, but I think if we don't keep the feelers up for how things are changing and what aspect of our business is, is maybe going to be decimated, you know, by, by some change, um, we're going to hold on to something or, or, you know, stake our position in something well beyond when it's valuable to us. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot think of a business meeting that I've had recently where I haven't asked our, uh, our Salesforce customer or prospective customer a very similar question, John, and that's what keeps you up at night. Yeah, and, yeah. and that really is what keeps you, what makes you paranoid? What should yeah. you be paranoid about? Should you, I think is a real key, you know, because a lot of people are sleeping really too well. <laughs> 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 One guy who did sleep well because he's like the LeBron James of mid 19th century uh, authors is Henry David Thoreau. This is uh, the October 29th entry from the self-reliant entrepreneur by our guest this week, John Jantz. It goes like this. Your moonlight, as I have told you, though, is a reflection of the sun, allows of bats and owls and other twilight birds to flit therein. But I am very glad that you can elevate your life with a doubt, for I am sure that it is nothing but an insatiable faith after all that deepens and darkens its current. And your doubt and my confidence are only a difference of expression. Man, I love that. Your doubt and my confidence are only a difference of expression. I really love this one, John, because it, it, the truth is, we don't talk about this probably enough on this show. The truth is if you're managing social media for anything above a bake sale, you're faking it at some level. 
Like you are, you are pretending to know more than you actually do. It is endemic and inherent in this line of work. Uh, and if you are not racked with self doubt, uh, I've been hosting this show every week for, for 400 episodes. And I still sometimes feel like I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, I think it's just part of the culture of social media and the constant change. As we talked about in the previous passage, uh, this one really hit home for me. Yeah. Well, I think before I kind of talk about the, the idea, um, th this was from um, a, a collection of letters that he wrote to friends. I think this was actually, um, he corresponded with Nathaniel Hawthorne uh, a lot. Can you imagine opening an envelope and getting a letter like that from, you know, a friend? I mean, what do we type now? Uh, you know, LOL. Yeah, LOL. well, now, now, now it's just emojis. So, like, that, that's your next project is Thoreau as emojis. I want to see that. And that'd be incredible social media. That's, that's the social media promotion, right? That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I, I like it. I might, I might have to bottle that up. So, if you had no doubt, you were certain something was going to work. Come on, how fun could that really be? You're going to have doubt. You want doubt because otherwise someone else just would do it in your place. Your doubt is a sign that the thing you are doing just might be worth doing. Thoreau encourages his friend to elevate his life with a doubt. And that's precisely the point of view all entrepreneurs need to carry into the battle against their fears. You possess the confidence to be wrong, patient, and brave simultaneously. And I think that's the key, right? I mean, we're all going to have these doubts, how we overcome them, how we're patient about them, how we're, you know, bravely go into attacking them. And your doubt and my confidence are only a difference of expression. That's like saying it's just a choice. And that's what I really think that, that, he, that he's saying there. Adam, you got the next one? I do. We're going to, uh, to go back in time to February 25th, and we're going to go back in time to 1856 to Margaret Fuller. Um, for there is no escape from the weight of a perpetual creation. All other forms and motions come and go. The tide rises and recedes. The wind, at its mightiest, moves in gales and gusts. But here is really an incessant and indefatigable motion. Awake or asleep, there is no escape. Still, this rushing around you and through you. It is in this way I have most felt the grandeur, somewhat eternal, if not infinite. And Margaret there, John, is speaking about her experience of Niagara Falls for yeah. the first time. And as you write the challenge question for it, and as you kind of wrote your explanation of it, and I, I really agreed with, for me, this was about looking and approaching something and even as a technologist as we all are spending eight nine ten twelve fifteen hours a day in front of a screen small or large sometimes we need to step back and sometimes yeah. we need to have a no technology thursday or no screen yeah. saturday and i think that's kind of john kind of one of the pieces of advice that you had here for your readers yeah and, and i think you know this is also a case where you know readers might want to have a dictionary and a thesaurus uh, handy you know as they read through some of these things they use some fancy words uh, in in some of their writing back then but but you're right it's it, it's interesting if you didn't know the context of this and that's why a lot of times i put the context. If you didn't know the context of this, you know, this one, um, 
was just how to, you know, hangs in and how to enjoy the wonder of things because our output, just like computer programs, you know, has a lot to do with the input, you know, that, that we take in. And so this idea of, you know, of, of viewing, continuing to view everything with, you know, the wonder that, uh, that you bring to something the first time you're experiencing, uh, you know, obviously Niagara Falls is something, you know, completely majestic that everybody can agree upon. But I think one of the, one of the you know secrets to success is bringing that kind of level of wonder and curiosity you know into everything we do i mean that that's if i have any you know value for my listeners and readers that you know as i talk about social media it's just that i'm curious about how this stuff works and i want to explore it and um and i've you know i think it's fun <laughs> to to do and i think if you can you know keep bringing that level of joy and happiness and wonder you know to what you're doing as opposed to you know trudging through it uh then i i think you're going to be more successful and and for me as 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 a social pro as i read this it we we oftentimes jay and i talk about this on on the show and the importance of storytelling but i was re-reminded even as you just articulate your observations. Sometimes we need to stop focusing on the tech and get back to telling a story. Yeah. We need to get back to a single powerful image. I mean, even if we're thinking tactically how to use Instagram, get back to creating a smile. Maybe it's yeah. more about creating that than the call to action to the marketing message. And I think, and I th- I think wow. we're so, yeah. And I think we're so, you know, tech uh, oriented in, in all of our creation uh, today that, you know, one of the bits of advice uh, that I give in this one, and in fact, it's, it's called, analog creative. I mean, is to, is to get analog, you know, go analog today, do something that requires your hands, not on a keyboard, paint a wall, write in a journal with a pen, pickle some cucumbers or sketch arbitrary objects uh, in the park. The power of random unplugged activities to free your mind to create is miraculous. Um, so if there is a, if there is sort of a tip or a practice to, to go after theirs, I think we, I think we have to, uh, unfortunately, we have to intentionally sort of pursue that stuff today because uh, it's, you know, it's not, you know, necessarily sitting right in front of our computer. It doesn't happen by default. You're exactly right. Yeah. I'm going to step away from the keyboard. This one spoke to me. Uh, I had a similar experience when I, I saw Niagara Falls for the first time about three years ago, maybe four now, close to four. Uh, and, and I was pretty blown away. But then I was, the, the, the shock and awe that she describes there for me was more, I, I observed that there was um, three different wax museums within two blocks, and I couldn't figure out how that's possible. That I, I was surprised that they could all stay in business. And so that's really what my takeaway was. Uh, that didn't make the book, uh, The Software Entrepreneur, but uh, perhaps uh, the second edition. So. <laughs> Great observation. Though. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I, one of the themes that, that that also runs throughout this book, because it ran throughout the literature too, is um, nature is in a tremendous analog uh, uh, creator, and and you know get you know countless posts I talk about getting out, sitting under a tree, taking a walk, you know, doing something that that helps you observe nature and and how you know trees don't try to grow they just they just grow you know they don't strive um and i think that that uh, uh that's such a wonderful lesson in nature and i you know i'm i'm recording this uh, uh call today with with you guys i'm in, i'm you know, at 8,600 feet in the Rocky Mountains, and I have, you know, lodgepole pines and aspens, you know, all, all around me in my yard and front yard and backyard. And, and uh, to me, that is the greatest analog break, you know, that was <laughs> ever created. Go sit under a tree. Trees don't worry about engagement rate. There's your headline right there. They, they almost never, almost never focus on organic reach. Although all reach is organic if you're a tree. That's uh, right. 
probably. Oh, that's that's <laughs> deep, Jay. Yeah, thanks. I'll be here. I'll be here all week. That's why I couldn't write this book. <laughs> no. I'm way too much of a smartass to write this book, but I can certainly appreciate it. And you will too. It's the self reliant entrepreneur from our good friend John Jance. John, really appreciate uh, you putting this book together, man. I can't even fathom uh, the time and effort that went into it. Uh, congratulations! It really does make a great gift, folks, because you really want to start at Jan one. Like you want to you want to do it every day. You know, in the same calendar the book is structured. So so get a copy now, hold on to it, uh, kind of browse through it um, over the holidays and then come out fast and hard on, uh, on Jan 1. That's certainly my plan. Uh, absolutely. John, I'm going to ask you the two questions we've asked everybody on the show, including you five years ago. I did not uh, remember to look up your answers from five years ago to, to see about your consistency of thought. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll do that after the fact. <laughs> you could give uh, our listeners one tip for folks who are looking to become a social pro. What would you tell them? Well, I'd say take it a day at a time. Um, you know, don't you don't necessarily need to have the grand plan. Go out and experience as much as you can, uh, because I think where people get in, in in a real challenge is that they decide here's what I need to do, and then they work tirelessly at it, you know, for three years and and come to the conclusion that they hate doing that. Um, so be open to experiencing new things. That's you're going to find your purpose uh, because you're going to you're going to bump into it, not because you sat down and, and uh, you know, had a thought session about it. I, I think that's particularly germane for so many of our guests here on the show, Adam, right? Who, who didn't set out to be social media director for whatever corporation that just kind of happened. And like they sort of got the short straw in a meeting or, or, <laughs> you know, had some level of early aptitude and kind of got thrust into it. And I think as time goes on, there'll be more people who really set out for a career in social and then sort of say, that's what I want to do. Cause I'm into it. And then they sort of climb the ladder. But, but I think we're still sort of at that cusp where a lot of people who are running social and big brands in particular, it just kind of worked out that way. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty interesting. John, if you could do a video call with any living person, which rules out Thoreau, yeah. <laughs> who, who would be and why? Oh, wait. I didn't know they had to be living. Yeah. Uh, see, right. sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know who I would, uh, this just because this is the first name that popped into my, I would love to sit down and do an interview and we would jam as well uh, with uh, James Taylor. Nice answer. Nice <laughs> answer. James Taylor. That's the first time we've had James Taylor on the show. That's I'm going to go double check the database, but that's a terrific, uh, a terrific one. That would be really fun. You can make that happen. You're a big deal, John. Yeah, you often yeah. call it James Taylor. <laughs> well, and he's so appropriate too. In this case, I mean, I saw, I've seen the interviews with him. I mean, he about killed himself. I mean, he was a serious drug addict um, in the, in the mid to late sixties before he kind of found himself. And, and now, you know, what, what's he going on? You know, he's going to, he's going to have a 50 year career as being somebody who has evolved and changed. He's not out there. I mean, sure. He's playing fire and rain every single time, you know, cause everybody wants it, but he's also, he's also still making new music that's relevant. I mean, I, I think he's uh, he's, he is a really cool example. Is that going to be you? You're going to be doing readings about this. We're like, tell me about duct tape. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, right. your, that's your fire and rain. Well, you know, he has a lyric in one of his later songs. He's that he, he kind of uh, something about, you know, they, they come, they pay their money to hear fire and rain again and again and again and again <laughs> is a lyric. I think, I think that I, I like that. It's like, I'm tired of talking about duct tape. <laughs> Well, you don't have to, at least for a while, because the Silverline Entrepreneur is a real treasure. 
please go out and uh, and buy it. Support the the effort that John put into this. I guarantee you, you'll be a better person uh, if you uh, take the time two minutes a day for the next uh, 366 days in 2020. It's uh, it's really fantastic. John, thanks so much for being back on the show. Yeah. Congratulations again on a terrific book. Hope to see you face to face down the road here pretty soon. Yeah, we'll 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 see you back in 2024 uh, for an ep- episode. <laughs> yeah, we we'll back on the show. <laughs> back on the show for some other book. Uh, about, you know, entrepreneurship's big fat lie. There'll be something. Yeah, that you'll swing the pendulum the other way. All jaded, you know. Yeah, Never right. leave the house. Will be the title of the book. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you then. Thanks so much, friends. Uh, don't forget to go to socialpros.com uh, for links to uh, the special advertising opportunities we talked about at the beginning of the show. Also, obviously, links to John's book and make sure you look for uh, John and Social too for all the different uh, snippets that he'll be uh, delivering here in the book launch period. I am Jay Bear from Convince and Convert. He's Adam Brown from Salesforce Marketing Cloud. This has been the Social Pros Podcast. Visit us at socialpros.com and we will see you next week.